Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's time to roll and get after these morning chores at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Scott hitting it with you again this morning. It's 4.56 a.m., 38 degrees here in Eau Claire. La Crosse has 44. Marshfield's at 38. We're looking for some sunshine today. Might be a cloudy start early on, but... It's going to brighten up. Today's weather is brought to you by Marquardt Motors. Your Marquardt Motors service department is open for your 5,000-mile maintenance visit with a complimentary tire rotation, vehicle health check, and car wash. Schedule yours today at MarquardtMotors.com. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 5 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's catch some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Trey Thomas. California is dealing with some dangerous weather. Millions of people are bracing for more rain, flooding, and mudslides today. A storm known as a bomb cyclone slammed into the northern part of the state yesterday, forcing evacuations in areas scorched by wildfires. One town in the San Francisco Bay Area got hit with 12 inches of rain. The storm is now expected to soak Los Angeles. Washington and Oregon are also drenched with power outages in all three states and two deaths in Seattle. Some 28 million children could start getting COVID shots by the end of next week. That word from the top expert on coronavirus. It's entirely possible, if not very likely, that vaccines will be available for children from 5 to 11 within the first week or two of November. Dr. Anthony Fauci says he's optimistic Pfizer's vaccine will be approved soon for 5 to 11-year-olds as FDA advisors meet tomorrow. Two children are dead and eight people are injured after a drag racer veered off the track at a race in Texas. Jay Gray reports. All the spectators, all their vehicles lined up along that drag strip and one of the drivers apparently lost control. A six-year-old died at the scene as that car ran through the crowd that was gathered there. An eight-year-old taken to a nearby hospital. Unfortunately, he passed away. An event called Airport Race Wars 2 was being held at the airport in Kerrville, north of San Antonio, Saturday afternoon. No funeral will be held for Brian Laundrie after inconclusive autopsy results. According to the family's attorney, no manner or cause of death has been determined. Laundrie is the only person of interest in the strangling death of his fiancée, Gabby Petito. You're listening to NBC News Radio. Agriculture, the heart of Wisconsin's economy. And at Citizen State Bank of Loyal, it's the heart of our business. I'm Darla Sikora, one of the team of ag loan officers at Citizen State Bank of Loyal. We specialize in financing dairy farms. We can analyze your current situation and then customize a financial package that works. We are an FSA preferred lender, a Farmer Mac approved seller. If you farm, let's talk. Citizen State Bank of Loyal, Granton, Nielsville, Spencer, and Marshfield. We finance Wisconsin agriculture. You're always up for some fun with the family. So you order the essentials, a new board game, some baking supplies, and even a new projector for outdoor movie night. And with the Bank of America Customized Cash Rewards Credit Card, you can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping, which could increase to up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member. Rewards which you can put toward an extra treat that everyone will enjoy, like an old-fashioned popcorn machine. 
Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding and apply now. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Three minutes past five o'clock and 38 degrees here in Eau Claire. As we head up the barn alley with this morning's chores at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. Well, today is going to start a little cloudy, but those clouds will be gone by mid-morning. They should be anyway. The sky also should be clear on Tuesday with the next chances for rain likely in the middle of the week. As I said, it's 38 degrees here in Eau Claire. La Crosse has 44. Marshfield's at 38. Green Bay, 47. Rice Lake has 34. Wausau's at 40. Madison at 45. Milwaukee's at 50. And my beautiful weather reporter up on Iman Ridge says it's 40 degrees there. Today we're looking at a high of 55 with a low of 31. Great day for harvesting and for fixing roofs if you happen to have a hole in your roof. Tuesday, a high of 55 with a low of 43. And Wednesday, a high of 53 with a low of 44. That weather brought to you by Marcourt Motors. Let Marcourt do the cleaning for you. Marcourt Motors is offering an auto detailing package, $99 for an interior or exterior detail, or $189 for both. Call them or book your appointment at MarcourtMotors.com. The truth is, this commercial can't help you with milk production. Channel Fortified Silage Products can. Fortify your performance from the field to the milk tank with the right balance of fiber digestibility, starch content, yield potential, and flexibility. Channel Fortified Silage Products offer the quality nutrition your herd depends on and the sound agronomics you need in the field. With Channel, you get more than high-quality seed. You get a team that collaborates with your team to develop an agronomy program that meets the nutritional needs of your herd. You can count on your channel team for advice on everything from product selection to placement, field management, processing, and storage to help meet the needs of your dairy. Put Channel Fortified Silage products to work in your fields. Get product recommendations and find your seedsman at channel.com silage. Copyright 2021 Bayer Group. All rights reserved. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And let's have a first look at those markets at six minutes after five o'clock. And on the cash livestock side of things, fed beef steers are at 117 to 124 and three quarters with the mix selling 80 to 116 fed beef heifers, 117 to 123 with the mix selling 80 to 116 fed Holstein steers, 105 to 111 with select and choice. 83 to 104. Uh, love why Bob's 
Uh, yeah, 83 to 104. Oh, the old scribbling didn't uh, work out well here this morning. Cows are at 44 to 74. Bulls, 54 to 94. On the hog side of things, butcher hogs are at 55 to 69. Sows, 40 to 61. And boars, 20 to 22. Shorn and unshorn market lambs at 220 to 232. And feeder lambs are at 185 to 260. On the livestock futures, it's a lot of red. Live cattle for October at 124.10, down 87 cents. December, 128.32, down $1.22. February, 133.50, down $1.27. And April, 136.55, down $1.10. Feeder cattle for October, 155.42, down 82 cents. November 156.90, down 217. January 157.32, down 267. And March 158.30, down 262. Lean hogs for December at uh, 73.32, up 12 cents. February 76.62, down a nickel. April 80.87, down 25 cents. And May 84.97 down 50 cents. First look at the grain markets. Corn for December opened the morning at 540. That's up to December oats at 665, down to November soybeans at 1230, up nine. December soybean meal, $329.90 a ton. That's up $2.50. And December wheat at 764, up eight. On the dairy side of things, barrels of cheese open the day at 186 and a quarter. That's up a quarter. 40-pound blocks at 181, up five. And grade AA butter at 183 and a half, down one. On the Class Three milk futures, October is at 1787, down three. November 1961, down 30. December 1943, down 21. In January 1877, down four. And hey, those prices are mixed through September. What do you call someone who studies the weather? A climatologist. What do you call someone who evaluates investments? A financial analyst. A person who studies DNA? A geneticist. A person who owns their own business? An entrepreneur? Who researches markets? An economist? And who handles employees? An HR manager? Someone who keeps devices up to date, a software technician. Someone who does business internationally, a global trader. Someone who transfers assets from one generation to the next, an estate planner. And someone who does all these things, you call them a farmer. Because being a farmer is the one job that requires dozens of other jobs. And at Pioneer, we're proud that our job is to work with generations of American farmers in the most complex and rewarding industry on earth. So from your friends at Pioneer, thank you, farmers. Aloha. What are you doing for Valentine's Day? Why not get on a plane with us and head to Hawaii? We're taking our four-island tour to Hawaii February 14th to the 26th. We'll take a look at agriculture on all four of the major islands. We'll visit Pearl Harbor, of course, the USS Arizona Memorial. We'll go to the Black Sand Beach, Waimea Canyon, the Maui Pineapple Plantation. Go to HolidayVacations.com. Use the keyword WAX to find out more about the tour or call them at 888-557-1020. Join us in Hawaii in February. Everyone at the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board lives and breathes Wisconsin soybeans and can be your knowledgeable ally in the field and at home. 
With important grower alerts, timely production advice and industry news, and expert-generated grower research, we are the resource to help your crop and business thrive. Stay in the know and connect with the Wisconsin soybean community by finding Badger Bean on Facebook or by visiting badgerbean.com. We're in the last week of October, and we're still thinking yields in those soybean fields. I'm Scott Schultz with another Pioneer update. This morning with Joe Iles, the Pioneer representative in northwest Wisconsin. Joe, up in your neck of the woods, you saw some drought early on in the season, but uh, there's some resiliency going on out there in those fields, and they hung in there, the soybeans, didn't they? Yeah, good morning. Uh, they certainly did. I tell you, um, there were a lot of guys considering uh, crop insurance claims here come the end of July. We were that dry over in the St. Croix County area up along the river. And, uh, man, things really turned around because here we are come harvest now, and all those thoughts of insurance claims have evaporated as some guys okay. were even pulling off some of their best yields they've ever had. How did that happen? Is it uh, just overall management or some luck with some timely moisture varieties? What is it? Yeah, all of the above. Uh, I think one of the really important aspects of why the crop performs so well in the drier areas is that most of this crop went in the ground, and it was either adequate to dry when it went in the ground. And mm -hmm. uh, for those of you over on the western side of the state, you'll remember that we didn't have hardly any moisture here through the months of May and June. So my belief right. is that both the corn and the soybeans, they rooted down real deep really early, and I think that's what saved this crop because they were somewhat – uh, water limited early on in the season those roots went straight down they found as much moisture deep below as they could and that's what held them through uh, the really tough parts of the season come July when the water really turned off and the heat turned way up. Now we did get a little uh, moisture in the past few days how much did that set things back how's the harvest going for the beans and the corn uh, as far as getting it done? Sure. Over here in the West, we've had some pretty good luck for the most part. Uh, we didn't get slowed down, but for a couple of days, uh, I would say uh, the vast majority of the soybeans have come off here. We've now got a pretty good bite out of this corn crop as well. And again, just to reiterate, the yields coming off on the corn side are just as impressive as the yields coming off on the soybean side. I think that uh, this plant, or all these plants, they really found a way. They're, they're programmed to build grain, and that's exactly what they did with the resources they had. Thanks for that update, Joe. That's Joe Isle. Pioneer representative in northwest Wisconsin with another Pioneer Agronomy and Harvest Update. I'm Scott Schultz. On Tuesday, October 26, at 11.30 a.m., Christensen Sales of Abbotsford will conduct a complete herd dispersal for Rodney and Tammy Ray in the Clear Lake area. Ninety-four head of registered and identified great Holsteins will sell, including 50 cows. Some of those cows milking from 90 to 140 pounds a day, 4-1 on the butterfat, 3-2 on the protein. The farm is located southwest of Clear Lake on 70th Street. That's the Rodney and Tammy Ray dispersal Tuesday, October 26, at 11.30 from Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. In the Army National Guard, soldiers serve part-time and close to home. My community means everything to me. It helps shape me into who I am today and is where I choose to raise my own family. That's why I joined the Army National Guard. I'm proud of where I'm from, and as a soldier, I get to give back to the people that helped me succeed. The education benefits I got from serving helped me get my degree and jumpstart my career. The training and leadership skills I've gained from the Army National Guard help me every day when I teach young people 
help my neighbors and look out for my community. I know that when my neighbors need us the most, my fellow soldiers and I will be ready. My family loves it here, and my part-time service means we get to stay here. Serve part-time in the community you live in as a proud member of the Army National Guard. Talk to your local recruiter or visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. In the field, change is one thing you can always count on. And yesterday's solutions might not work tomorrow. At Bremer Bank, our customers farm nearly 2 million acres. We've earned their business by helping them thrive and grow year after year. And we're ready to do the same for you. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 16 minutes past 5 o'clock as we continue up the barn alley with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, as we know, it's really, really a big week on hand here. It's uh it's incredible. It's an incredible week coming up, and not just because Halloween is coming at the end of the week. There's that, too, but upwards of 70,000 FFA members from throughout the nation are expected to converge on Indianapolis this week for the National FFA Convention, the 94th Annual Convention with the motto, For the Future, For All, will be held Wednesday through Saturday at the Indiana Convention Center and Lucas Oil Stadium, in Indianapolis. Among the highlights for area FFA members is that Courtney Zimmerman of the Spencer FFA chapter is Wisconsin's representative for the National FFA officer team. There will also be virtual access offered to that convention. Hit their website if you want to check in and see what's going on. It's great to have everybody back in uh, convention form. And we'll good luck to Courtney out there. I'm sure she's already getting ready for her interviews as we speak. And another upcoming conference to plan for is the University of Wisconsin Discovery Farms annual conference December 15th at the Glacier Canyon Conference Center at Wisconsin Dells. Of course, that program will focus on farmers on-farm research strategies. Information about that conference is available at Discovery Farms. Org. Always a great program put on by the Discovery Farms Project. And from the get-go, that's again December 15th. Get it on your calendar at uh, Wisconsin Dells at the Glacier Canyon Conference Center. A lot of good stuff happening on the farms. And one of those people who uh, is actually, I believe, might be the first Discovery Farms graduate Joe Brogger down at Independence, and Bob stopped by Joe's farm down there and had a few words with him the other day. A farmer is someone that does more than just plant corn, milk cows, make hay. They are really and truly the guardians of our land. One of those is Joe Brogger, and Joe over in the Buffalo County area just outside of Independence in the hills and the glaciated areas. And Joe... You were telling me, as you look around here, and it's it's all hills and all valleys, but this land has kind of a theme. 
What's the theme that you put on this land as you are always thinking of ways to make it better? Well, one of the themes that you really think about is that on this land, every part of it has the opportunity for me to manage some aspect of it, whether it's the woods, trying to create the best wood stand that you can. If you notice some of that south side, which is absolutely beautiful with the blue stem and the native prairie grass and all of that growing up there, that didn't come by accident. But by using fire to clean that southern exposure hillside out, which isn't very good for timber, we're able to create excellent habitat. One of the other things we're going to try to do here in the next few years is take some of this farmland, that, that marginal area, or the road bank, and work with a group like Pheasants Forever to create that pheasant habitat. We've learned that every time we change something on this farm, we can introduce a new species, we can develop that for a different uh, wildlife, and there's a lot of opportunity. But farming is about, really, it's, it's changed so much, and I was explaining that earlier. We used to get the corn and beans off and then kind of go to fall tillage. Now we're planting that next crop for next year already. We're using different crop rotations, things that we never dreamed of that we're doing now that is enhancing that water quality, the water that's draining through the soil profile and keeping the rest of it on their land. Give us a little bit more of the topographical vision of this land because there's not a flat spot on it and that is a challenge here. How many acres are you farming and what are some of these slopes you're dealing with? Well there's 1,400 acres that we're farming but the neat part I also mention is that some of that we're going across two three times a year with different crops. You saw with hemp that short growing season so it gives us a lot of opportunity but when you talk slopes I was once in a meeting where they were going to restrict any slope about five percent. I said that's the end of Buffalo County. We're done with that short to the tabletop, we wouldn't find anything. We're at, we're at 30% slopes, 25% slopes, but the soil erosion numbers have been absolutely fantastic. You see, if we do that interseeded cover crop, we can go from 3.4 tons of soil loss and drop that to three tenths. Per go into more detail about how you do that. Well, one of the things we're doing with soybeans is right before the leaves drop, you, you look out in the field and you see that little bit of yellow starting, we'll work with our co-op, that same rig that goes and puts fertilizer out that you see in spring with the narrow tire sits way in the air. We'll go and spread soybean, uh, excuse me, winter rye in there. The leaves drop, mulches it for us for free, and before that crop is off, the next one's already growing in there. And that does a tremendous amount, not just in the fact of soil erosion, but you're keeping something growing in there, keeping that soil life fed, and, and there's a whole colony of life in there. It's just not dirt. It's a living organism. You were one of the first farmers, the first farmer actually, to be part of the Discovery Farms program in Wisconsin. What did you learn from that? I, I would first off encourage anybody that ever had the opportunity to get involved in the Discovery Farms program or one of your local watershed programs that are popping up around the state, and if there isn't one near you, try to get one started because the networking that's happened, the, the greatest thing I would say is I started the journey. I thought I knew we were doing a great job. I talk about counting 481 brook trout in our stream here and wondering why are we changing when we have a healthy habitat. We're doing things now that I never dreamt possible to the positive. And so I think all of this is a learning and a relearning. Things that we once did are coming back into vogue. We're looking and we're considering taking part of this farm and even getting away from alfalfa. Creating a new rotation from corn silage to a four-way cocktail back to corn silage that would create a cover crop that gets rid of that seeding slump. And one of the numbers I've seen, we could get 2.3 tons more dry matter off of those fields with this rotation than what we've been doing. So we're never done learning. And that's what I learned from Discovery Farms. I also learned, and you saw in the demonstrations today, that if we're managing that soil correctly, backing off from some of that tillage, using the cover crops, we can lose very little water to run off. 
Now, one of the numbers that jumps out at me from Discovery Farms is that when they were here those eight years, they measured on average less than 2% of the rainfall, precipitation, snow melt that hit this farm in a year's time left in the form of runoff. And I was so excited to see that demonstration today. And if anybody has an opportunity to work with NRCS to get that, how that change gets the water to go through the soil profile to be there for groundwater recharge and for your plants. How much difference has these practices made as far as your yield, as far as uh, weed control, those sorts of things, because uh, inputs aren't getting any cheaper. They're not getting cheaper. One of the ones we looked at today was the project with Pheasants Forever, where we took 30 feet along the edge of that wooded field where the, where the woods comes. You know, I typically used to plant right up under that oak tree, get every spot I could because I didn't want brush growing. Well, the revelation came to me that it's awful expensive to use corn to control brush. The corn wouldn't grow well. You, Everybody's used to seeing that corn that's two, three feet tall right by that tree in the shade. We backed off 30 feet. We increased our net return on those fields anywhere from 7 to $9 per acre on the remaining acres. And that other area, we can still harvest hay maybe once or twice a year, but it has a transition zone for wildlife. The landlords love it because they have access to their property. And I'm kind of lazy, so I have the opportunity to drive to the backside of the field to see what the crop looks like. So there's a lot of things that we can do that are conservation-minded that actually increase our bottom line. They don't all come as a negative. As uh, we looked uh, at a field on top, we see uh, clover growing in there now. What's the objective of that? What are you doing there, and what's going to go in there then next spring? All right, we started out, we grew uh, rye that we can use for cover crop. There's becoming a lot more of that. We also were able to harvest the straw, which is then ground as a feed for our dry cows. Uh, the, we put in a clover and rye mix. I'm banking on that clover. It's coming out really strong now to give us anywhere from 80 to 90 units of nitrogen next year as a crop for our corn, which will be going in. There's also the soil holding measures that are going on, and that legume and that rye mix is feeding those soil microbes so that that soil stays porous and healthy for that next crop. How much have you noticed the changes that you've made and the improvements that, uh, that you've made in the soil as far as yields are concerned and the ease of which you can now work that ground? As, as dry as it was this summer, um, and, and we didn't get an overabundance of rainfall here either, this year, because when you have a dry, you also have a lot more sun, you have that. This year, we hit our highest yields ever on some of that land that you looked at, that when I first started farming up there 20 years ago, we got 160 bushel the first year. But that's because my nephew took his crop off in March, and I took mine off that same fall. Okay, now we were pegging 250 on the, on the yield test. So we have changed that soil. When that water has the ability to get into the soil and be held by it versus running, we're not wasting that water. We're capturing it. So that has changed tremendously. The soil is looser to work. When we don't work our fields up and we're driving on that cover crop, there are many times that I have planted in the rain where the wipers are on and I can keep right on going because I'm not mudding things up and I know full well even where I drove those roots from that cover crop are going to decompose, maintaining those air passages in the soil that are so vital. And those roots are able to, to work into the soil with the air pad. You see the earthworms, it, it's improved. It's, it's very exciting to, to walk the fields and see the castings and, and all of that that you see in the cornrows from the earthworms and from the, from the soil life. You know, a cow, we have learned to feed a cow that you can throw a bunch of ingredients at her. But no different than a cheese vat or you're making wine, you treat those microbes in that cow right and she will create that protein for you. She will create much of what she needs on her own if you feed her right. The soil is the same thing. One last question. What are you, your mind is always thinking about uh, ways to make it better, ways to make it easier on the farm. 
What's your next thought process? What are you thinking to do next? Well, I know next year I think we're putting hazelnuts in. Uh, we've worked on a lot of things here on this farm. I have a great relationship with Extension. We're always open to new ideas. We know nothing ever stays the same. And so certainly we're going to put in some rows of hazelnuts and study that as a future alternative. What are you do with the hazelnuts? They, they act as feed for cattle, ground up. What are they going to do with them? Oh, well, I'll make you a candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> and he will, too. Joe Brogger here in the Valley in Buffalo County. Again, always thinking about ways to make his land better. I'm Bob Bosold. If you ever get the chance to bump into Joe, talk with him about his management of that land. It's really an interesting talk every time. We'll be hearing from Rocky over at Premier Livestock in a little bit. Living in a rural area can be difficult when you're in need of high-speed internet service and it's hard to get. Call Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite in Greenwood. Three different speeds of internet service, 12, 25, or even 30 megabytes per second. And right now you can enjoy no activation fee, free basic installation, and $20 off your first three-month service. Call Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite at 1-866-279-6544 and get your Viasat internet today. Some restrictions do apply. Viasat may prioritize data with the unlimited data plans once you reach a data mark. Monthly service lease fee in addition to monthly package fee. You want assurance that your home, farm, and family has the coverage and protection it needs to get through whatever life sends its way. McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance offers insurance for your farm, home, seasonal, and now your local mutual insurance leader for service and stability offers coverage for your auto. McMillan Warner has been protecting your property for over 120 years and now you can get that same peace of mind coverage with your auto insurance. To find out more, go to McMillanWarner.com and search for an agent near you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 28 minutes past 5 o'clock at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Continuing on down the barn alley, let's check in with Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock at Withy. Good morning, Rocky. Good morning. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Hey, did you get out in the tree stand yet or not? I did. I did a little this weekend. And you not, bet. See much or no? Yeah, yeah, seen some movement. Uh, mm-hmm. Some guys are claiming they're seeing it. I'm just seeing the little bucks chasing, and hopefully the big bucks are coming soon. So. Yeah, the other day, by the way, uh, neighbor Jeff Larson uh, uh, took a 15-point buck, and the rack wasn't that massive. I mean, it's 15 points. But uh, we went to throw that buck into the back end of my gator, and I said, you know, we are getting old, but this yeah. buck seems really big. Two hundred thirty-five pounds field dressed. Wow, nice. Yeah. That that's a nice deer, I'll tell you. A big old shoot, feller. Shoot me a picture of him. I shall. I you you bet I will. And hey, um, we have a big one coming up. Speaking of big things, November fourth. I'm excited to get on over there and visit with you guys for your open house. Yeah, no, it sounds great. I'll talk about that too in a minute. Uh, right. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is how uh, last week shaped up here at Premier Livestock. We did have our machinery auction uh, Friday. Uh, had well over a thousand people there. Uh, 1,150 buyers between uh, people on site and online. We had a tremendous sale. We want to thank everybody that sold equipment there and bought equipment there. Uh, it was really, really just a great day all the way through. Uh, last week on the livestock, we sold over 3,000 head of livestock, high choice and prime 
time, Holstein steers 102 to 115, selected low choice 90 to 101, choice beef steers and heifers 105 to 117. Market cows uh, steady, maybe a little slightly better market, but still a little bit lower than it had been in previous weeks. Uh, most of the market cows brought 40 to 54, higher yielding cows 55 to 70, market bulls high yielding 80 to 95, lower yielding 79 and down. Organic market cows sold every Monday, high yielding cows 80 to 115, lower yielding 79 and down. Newborn Holstein bull calves showed good strength last week, mostly from 75 to $200 per head. Beef calves 135 to 380, Holstein heifer calves 10 to 40. Big week this week at Premier, we got two dairy cattle auctions this week. Tuesday and Wednesday dairy cattle auctions. Tuesday is our special monthly dairy heifer auction. Got lots of excellent heifers. Uh, going to be expecting five to 600 head of dairy heifers. Uh, they're going to range from started calves all the way up to spring and heifers. We got lots of heifers coming out of herds uh, from 28 to 32,000 pound herd averages. This auction uh, Tuesday also is a special feeder cattle auction and a bred stock cow auction featuring a complete dispersal of Hereford cows. Then Wednesday we have our dairy cattle auction. We have a complete uh, herd of 100 Holstein Parlor Freestall cows, 74 pound average, 110 cell count, 2x milking, 40 years of very AI breeding, uh, several loads of reputation parlor freestall cows, young fancy cows. We also have a really nice group of registered fresh jerseys from a reputation consigner. They're all going to be two and three year olds. Uh, going to be a few jersey spring and heifers there as well, uh, plus lots more. Don't forget, coming up November 4th, like we said at the top, we have our customer appreciation day, free food, door prizes. We got an absolutely fantastic herd of cows. We got 375 Holstein Parlor freestall cows, averaging 94 pounds on 2X. Uh, lots of details on the website at premierlivestockandauctions.com or certainly give us a call 715-229-2500. And Scott, that's how it shaped up. Wow. <laughs> so you know, some days I listen to your report, your report Rocky, and I got to tell you, it tires me out. You guys are busy. It's, uh, it's full speed and pedal on the gas all the time. <laughs> all right. Well, so, yep, very, very, we like doing it, and we really appreciate that everybody lets us do it. You know, and that's a beautiful thing, and, and I see it all over the place. You're one of those places that you guys really like what you're doing, and that's great to see. That's, yep. that's for sure. So. All right, Rocky, we'll catch you Wednesday. Have a great day. You too. Bye. That's Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock at Withy. Aloha. What are you doing for Valentine's Day? Why not get on a plane with us and head to Hawaii? We're taking our four-island tour to Hawaii February 14th to the 26th. We'll take a look at agriculture on all four of the major islands. We'll visit Pearl Harbor, of course, the USS Arizona Memorial. We'll go to the Black Sand Beach, Waimea Canyon, the Maui Pineapple Plantation. Go to HolidayVacations.com. Use the keyword WAX to find out more about the tour or call them at 888-557-1020. Join us in Hawaii in February. As Wisconsin farmers prepare for transitioning to colder weather, Focus on Energy reminds you about financial incentives available for energy efficiencies in your operation. Energy advisor Kevin Weiler explains. Well, Scott, right now, Focus on Energy is offering incentives on boilers for in-floor heat, infrared heaters, furnaces, and unit heaters, whether they're a natural gas or LP. Contact Focus on Energy, 888-623-2146, or see Focus. Focus on energy.com. 
For those who work in acres, not in hours. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 26 minutes before 6 o'clock as we've turned the corner and start heading toward the bar, uh, the milk house with the morning chores. It's uh, a little bit cloudy out there when I got up. Uh, the uh, waning uh, beautiful moon was oh, just about a half moon waning and uh, covered by clouds a little bit, but are those clouds going to hang around is the morning question for Kelly Slifka. Yeah, actually, the uh, clouds actually have pretty much thinned out already here, so uh, we should see plenty of sunshine this afternoon. The storm system that brought in the clouds yesterday and the rain across southern areas of the state is moving away, and on the backside of it, we still have some of those high, thin, cirrus clouds. Those will be uh, continuing to move on out, and we should see a pretty nice afternoon with mostly sunny skies, 55. May hit uh, below freezing tonight with clear skies, 31. Mostly sunny tomorrow, 35. Showers uh, moving in Wednesday, 53. And rain likely Thursday, 52. Right now in Eau Claire, we do have clear skies, currently 37. Sky 13 meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Hey, Kelly, you're a pretty good math guy. I know if you take a pumpkin and take a, measure the circumference and divide it by its diameter, what do you get? I already heard this one this morning, so I'm cheating. It's pumpkin pie. Okay, I shouldn't have done TV first. All right. There you go. Everybody can figure that out. Thanks, Kelly. We'll catch you tomorrow. Sounds good. That's Kelly Slifko over at Skywarn 13. That's Skywarn 13 weather brought to you by Marquardt Motors. Due to growth, Marquardt Motors is hiring automotive technicians to fill multiple positions. Marquardt Motors is a family-owned and oriented full-service automotive dealership offering competitive pay and a full benefit package. Apply in person or at MarcourtMotors.com. And brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Chippewa Valley Bean wants to wish everyone a safe and bountiful harvest. Chippewa Valley Bean is looking for new growers for 2022. As you bring in your crop this fall, think about growing kidney beans next spring. Chippewa Valley Bean offers highly competitive contracts, and kidney beans are a great addition to your rotation. Call Ben at 715-664-8342 to ask if growing kidney beans is right for you. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 27 minutes, 23 minutes before 6 o'clock as we continue heading toward the milk house. Let's have a look at the morning, uh, some of the uh, uh, state and local news. Deputies are blaming a driver who crossed the center line for a deadly crash on Highway 178 over the weekend. That happened yesterday between Chippewa Falls and Jim Falls. The Chippewa County Sheriff's Department said an 85-year-old woman from rural Chippewa Falls died in that crash. Two others, a 28-year-old woman from Washington State and a 61-year-old woman from Jim Falls, were hurt in that accident. Deputies said the 28-year-old veered into the path of the uh, other woman, and they crashed head-on. The Ashland County Sheriff's Office said a small plane crashed into a home near Marengo on Saturday. Two people on board the plane, a 29-year-old man and a 21-year-old woman, both died in the crash. The Nobody on the ground was hurt. Local and federal investigators say they're looking for what caused that plane to go down. Wisconsin's wolf hunt might not happen this year. As expected, a Dane County judge on Friday issued an order that halts the hunt until the lawsuits surrounding it can be heard. Environmentalists and activists 
have been fighting Wisconsin's wolf hunt since it was first scheduled late last year. This year's hunt is supposed to begin in about three weeks. The judge said the State Department of Natural Resources broke the rules when it set a quota of just 130 wolves for this year's hunt. Hunters groups in the state said the DNR needs to appeal the ruling and quickly so hunters aren't deprived of another hunting season. A long-awaited report confirms the election process in Wisconsin for the 2020 presidential election was secure. The report on the election results was released by the nonpartisan group, the Legislative Audit Bureau. The report did make 30 recommendations to improve elections, including 18 issues for legislative consideration, but determined there was not widespread fraud in that 2020 vote. And what a weekend for Wisconsin football, or football in Wisconsin in general, on uh, the bigger scale. The Badgers beat Purdue 30-13. to That was a big win down there in West Lafayette. And the, Badger, or the Packers yesterday, defense showed up when it had to and took care of Washington 24-10. to The Packers will be playing in a big one out in Arizona on Thursday night against the Cardinals. Hey, let's get going with the morning markets. Let's check in with the Equity Altoona market and see the latest hear the latest from Jim Lindsay and then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford. Choice beef steers and heifers a dollar to a dollar twenty. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers a dollar to a dollar eighteen. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers a dollar ten to a dollar twenty. Choice Holstein steers a dollar to a dollar nine. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers heifer, steers and heifers ninety nine and down. Top twenty percent of the cull cows sold from fifty seven to sixty four with a top of sixty seven fifty. Sixty percent of the cows sold from thirty four to fifty six. The bottom twenty percent of the cows sold from thirty three and down. Cull bulls sold from sixty to eighty five. Thin, full horn, and lightweight. Bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95 pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 50 to $135 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $50 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $100 to $205 per head. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to our upcoming sale, give us a call at 715-835-3104 to check out our early consignments. Go to the Equity Livestock Market consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Thank you, Jim. And let's go over to the Stratford Equity Barn where we have Jerry Fitzgerald scraping the frost off his pumpkin. How are you doing over there, Jerry? Well, Scott, good morning to you. We're doing okay. I didn't have to scrape no frost this morning. 30, yeah. eh, where are we at here? Uh, got to take a look. Mid-high 30s, maybe 40 even. 36 here. Anyway, yeah. uh, but uh, very windy, very strong north oh. wind today. And uh, uh, um, this morning I was going through some stuff, uh, watching, uh, looking at some stuff. And, of course, the cattle and feed report came out on Friday. Folks feeding cattle and uh, kind of some surprises there, I guess, for the amount put on feed. But uh, still a lot of cattle on feed around the world. Yep. We'll have to see how the market reacts to all that this week. But uh, always a lot of other variables. But uh, anyway, we're in the fall season, so I guess it's, uh, it is what it is. But there uh, yep. not be any uh, issues here with rain today, but it was down rain this morning I'm looking here. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, what's going on at the market then? All right. Well, Scott, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. And a full marketing week on tap here at Equity Stratford, as per usual. Uh, marketing week, like I said, we get started this morning at 9.30 a.m. over uh, the overnight delivered li- livestock first. And we do sell market cows today, cattle and bulls, 
7.30, we uh, uh, do the baby calves and uh, finish up with the market cattle this uh, uh, this afternoon. And again, uh, just a brief look at last week. Uh, cows kind of leveled off at the end of the week here, so hopefully we'll with a trend now that we'll uh, be lower anyway. So we'll see what happens today. And calves very strong last week on the bull calves and the beef calves. Again, very little demand on these heifer calves. And we're moving to Tuesday, uh, tomorrow Tuesday, pretty uh, Stratford here. We start at 10 o'clock with the hay auction. We have market cows and also organic market cows every Tuesday. Wednesday auction does start at 10 o'clock, full marketing day on Wednesday, including market cattle, sheep, hog, and goats. Oh, feeder cattle sale Wednesday is a noontime start. We have a real consignment with Charlet cattle for that uh, for that sale on uh, Wednesday. If you folks are looking for some Charlet heifers, top quality cattle, along with the uh, regular run of feeder cattle, uh, Thursday auction does start at 11 o'clock with market cattle and baby calves. And looking ahead into uh, um, November here. Uh, all the equity markets in the area are having the uh, feeder cattle auctions that are focusing on red-hided cattle, including Stratford. So um, more information that on that um, on our website, Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page, or you can call us at uh, 715-687-4101. So again, we'll have to kind of see how the markets are uh, doing here this week, uh, Scott. But again, uh, a lot of cattle moving yet, and it's that time of the year. So like I said, we'll have to kind of see what... Uh, if you had a chance to look at the cattle on feed report yet, but there were some surprises on that Friday afternoon. Right. So you'll give us a full report on that tomorrow, I'm sure. And uh, you bet. Oh, uh, I guess folks uh, enjoy the day, but it uh, doesn't look like it's going to be real warm, does it? Oh, it's nice working weather. That's what I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that. Uh, that always precludes something. If uh, nice working weather, that precludes that we have to go to work, huh? <laughs> that makes that makes it uh, seem that way. We'll catch you tomorrow, Jerry. All right, and I'll, just before we leave, too, I want to uh, wish all of our FFA uh, uh, young men and women going to the you convention bet. and good luck on all the awards and everything. I'm sure Bob is going to be on top of that too. So, all right, very good. Right. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow morning. And Scott, you enjoy the day. You too. That's Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. I'm Shannon Latham. Quality from germination to harvest. Latham brand soybeans are bred for top performance on the acres you farm. New ironclad defensive product 1558E3 is prime for performance in your fields. 1648LLGT27 is a high-yielding soybean with strong emergence, standability, and disease tolerance. A strong disease package helps 1758E3 produce tremendous yields in 2020 Latham field trials. Pick quality yields. Visit LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's a quarter to six o'clock this morning as we keep rolling toward the milk house with these morning chores. Let's check in with Michelle over at Turin Livestock at Thorpe. And Michelle, you've been out and about, I hear. Good morning, Scott. Yes, I was just saying, you have such a beautiful drive from Osseo to Eau Claire. The trees are just absolutely gorgeous. They really are. It's, it's Even in uh, any time of year, for that matter, it's it's just beautiful countryside uh, over here. You know, we're kind of blessed in Wisconsin. Uh, I drove from eastern Wisconsin up through uh, some of the UP in the past few days, and we have just such a variety of things to look at here in the state. It's not boring at all, is it? 
No, it's not, not at all. And it's always interesting when other people come from other states in, in the summer, especially they're like, oh, it's so green, it's so beautiful. And I guess we're just so accustomed to what we have. That's right. And speaking we don't of appreciate being accustomed it. to what we have, your guy came through again yesterday, the Packers with another big win, six in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. So It's the b- debate in our house. Uh, D seems to think that uh, he should uh, get a haircut and clean up a little bit. I said, I don't care what yes. he looks like. I don't care what he right. looks like as long as he throws touchdown passes. Yeah, I try not to look at him too much, so I'm like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Just being a little eccentric, I think. Tell us what's going on in the yeah. market, Michelle. All right, thank you, Scott. Summing up the week of October 18th, that during last stock market in the slaughter market for last week, we passed at 65 and a half. 83% of the cows sold from 40 and above. Market cows were 54 to 64. Low-yielding cows, 40 to 53. Thin and weak cows, 39 and lower. In the Holstein steer market, choice and prime, 98 to 116. Selects were 96 and down. Four B-side steers and heifers, choice, 105 to 120. Selects were 101 and lower. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 76 to 84, with these hoodies at 74 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality hosting bull calves, so from $70 to $153 per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, $30 per head and down. Hosting heifer calves were 10 to $45 per head. Beef calf cross and Angus were 75 to 335 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butcher hog. Sows were 50 to 65. Sow boars were 20 and below. Today will be our next sale. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have any questions or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlonthorpe.com. For all the citrine livestock, your family owned an operating market. Have a great day. Thank you, Michelle. And- Hey, Michelle, the next uh, spot we have in the system here is Bob's uh, next vacation coming up, holiday travel, going to Hawaii. Ah, where's he going now? Oh, Hawaii. Uh, yeah, so plan it for February. Oh, February. Good timing. Good timing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, have you ever gone on one? I haven't gone on one. No, no, I have to work. Yeah, I know. Isn't that funny? Yeah, it's funny how that works. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you tomorrow, Michelle. Sounds good. Take care. Put on your grass skirt. Get your sunscreen ready. We're going to Hawaii in February, leaving on Valentine's Day and coming back on the 26th of February. We're going to all four islands, and we're going to see lots of unique agriculture in Hawaii. We'll go to the Maui Pineapple Plantation. We're going to also tour the Kona Sea Salt Farm. We'll go to the Coffee Plantation on Kauai and see so much more. Of course, we're going to Pearl Harbor and the USS Arizona Memorial. The Black Sand Beach on the Big Island. We'll also go to Waimea Canyon on Kauai. That, of course, is the Grand Canyon of the Pacific, and we'll see so much more. Join us. Again, it's easy to do. All you have to do is go to HolidayVacations.com and use the keyword WAX to learn more about the tour or call 888-557-1020 for a free brochure from Holiday Vacations. Join us in Hawaii in February. Aloha. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. WAX 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's been an October to remember because very un-October-like weather. 
What is that doing with our alfalfa? We're going to talk about it with Dan Undersander this morning. On our next Grow Alfalfa Update program, Dan, of course, our state forage specialist. And, uh, Dan, here we are getting into the last week of October. And at least as far as when we visit, there hasn't been a killing frost yet. Uh, And what does that mean, killing frost, when we refer to alfalfa? Well, that's right, Bob. We have had an unusually warm October across most of the state. And... uh, It it frankly is time for a killing frost. It is important to recognize that the killing frost for alfalfa is not what you generally hear on on radio stations. They think of 32 degrees, which is actually a freezing temperature. It is sufficiently cold to be a killing frost for many crops, but not for alfalfa. Uh, Alfalfa requires... Uh, temperature down around 24 or 25 degrees, and it must last for four or five hours. Uh, we can have uh, recorded low temperature that lasts for just a short period of time, and then that doesn't uh, penetrate into the canopy, and that is not cold enough to kill off the top growth. It is important to recognize that there are two components of a killing frost for alfalfa. One is the low temperature, and the other is the length of time that temperature is there overnight. We uh, have had some good uh, fluctuating temperatures with nights getting down below 50 over the last couple weeks, and that's necessary for hardening of the alfalfa. So we should be entering the situation now with uh, alfalfa that has changed from its summer form to its winter form. It uh, should be in good shape to survive the winter. Uh, All that we're looking for at this point is a killing frost to burn off the top growth and to set the alfalfa in the dormant mode for winter. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, with us once again in our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. Farm News brought to you by Dummer's Grain Service and Buck Country Grain. Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target price offers purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buckcountrygrain.com. It's where your corn and soybeans want to go. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And uh, new crop prices at Buck Country Grain and Dummer's Grain Service at Arcadia. Corn is 483 and beans 1126. And other country elevator prices at Golden Plump and Arcadia. Corn is 506 at Baldwin. Corn is 488 and beans 1158. Mondovi. Corn is 486 and beans 1156. Durand, corn is 486. Soybeans 1156. Elmwood has corn at 491 and beans at 1166. Fall Creek has corn at 486 and beans at 1156. And Osseo, corn is 501 and beans 1166. At Sparta, corn is 486 with soybeans. At 11.42, Elk Mound has soybeans at 11.66. Ellsworth, 
Corn is 476 and beans 1151 at the ethanol plants. Boyceville has corn at 503, Stanley at 511, and New Richmond at 509. On the dairy side of things, barrels of cheese open the day at 186 and a quarter. That's up a quarter. 40 pound blocks at 181, up five, and grade double A butter at 183 and a half, down one. On the Class 3 milk futures, October is at 1787, that's down 3. November 1961, down 30. December 1943, down 21. January 1877, down 4. And those prices are mixed through September. And golly, we've already reached the milk house and have reached that door and are opening it up to get on out of here. 37 degrees here in Eau Claire right now. Again, it's going to be a dry and beautiful day out there. That means there's going to be a lot of corn and soybeans being harvested. Whatever chores you're doing today, please be careful out there in those fields and on those roads. And watch out for the kids and the buses, too. We'll catch you tomorrow. In the field, change is one thing you can always count on. And yesterday's solutions might not work tomorrow. At Bremer Bank, our customers farm nearly 2 million acres. We've earned their business by helping them thrive and grow year after year. And we're ready to do the same for you. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. All right, here's something pretty cool. When a Wisconsin sports team wins, you win with the Victory Pint. After any Wisconsin sports team victory, Wagner's, Stoutcraft, 44 North, Wisco's, Thirsty Badger, and Sweeney's in Chippewa Falls will give out one free pint of Michelob Golden Light Beer. Just purchase a Victory Pint from any of those locations for 10 bucks, and the first fill-up is included. Then after another win, bring your pint back, swap it out with a clean one, and redeem your free pint. When you hear the Victory Pint alert on Wax 104.5 and Sports Talk 105.1, that's your cue to grab yours. Go Wisconsin sports. Wax 104.5